ECU's A Pulp MX Network Production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things motocentric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Hey guys and gals, thank you for joining me once again. This is the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by Fly Racing and Race Tech. Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side by sides, ATVs, and street bikes. Low prices, unparalleled customer service, and free three day shipping. Over 75 bucks. It's easy to see why Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com is the premier shopping destination for all of us out there. Thank you for joining me. Happy New Year. 2019 is upon us. We are in the studio on a Tuesday, most likely getting you two podcasts this week. We have 250 shootouts coming in two days, so that'll start and get prepared for that. Um, But of course, it's 2019, so what do you do in 2019? You get gear. And what are you going to get? course you're gonna get flyracing.com fly racing gear you can go check them out over at flyracing.com and go look at everything they have evo line that's probably at my doorstep right now but i haven't looked got me some new evo gear light hydrogen some of my favorite stuff so go check them out flyracing.com and be on the lookout for the formula helmet new for fly racing a brand new premium helmet that's coming out. So we'll be going to an introduction here on the 31st. We'll be talking about that more after that. But be on the lookout for that. And of course, suspension. It's huge. It's probably, I would say, 70% making or breaking you to go fast on a dirt bike. 70%. If your suspension's off, you're not going to ride fast. You can have a slower engine and still ride fast, but getting your suspension wrong is a nightmare. Trust me, I've been there. But go to racetech.com. They can figure it out for you. They can give you the right setting, get you that plush ride, comfortable setting that you're always looking for, that I look for. And of course, lots of emails sent to me about Racetech. They do it all, people. You can go there for engine services, suspension rebuilds, vintage bikes. They do, even if you got street bikes, they do a lot of street bike stuff as well. So head over there, racetech.com, and they can help you out. Or just give them a ring. Friendly people over there. So Happy New Year. Like I said, we are back. This is a podcast that I've been working on. Holy shit. I'm trying to think. Uh, this goes back over a year, over a year ago. Okay, I've been wanting to do this kind of a thing for a long time, but... I'm going to be straight up with you guys. There wasn't a lot of differences for a long time in between these two ECUs that I'm going to talk about here in a minute. It's tough. One of the things that is the toughest for me to do in production testing is ECU settings. 
You've heard me talk about this in other podcasts, but let me just give you a little synopsis of what ECU testing is like. So when I'm out with, you know, any manufacturer, KTM, Honda, Yamaha, doing some ECU settings, it's so minute, it's so small, the changes that they make, that you really have to pick it apart on the track, trying to find the right setting, okay? Getting the correct ECU setting in today's four-stroke technology world is everything. Uh, Gone are the days of the carburetors are gone, right? So we don't have any of those anymore. Well, if you do, you're riding older bikes, which I understand. But to tune your bike the correct way, getting the correct air-fuel ratio mixture, uh, mixture, ignition timing, all of that is huge. Um, Production bikes don't always come correct from the manufacturer. Case in point, 2019 KTM 450 and Husqvarna 450 aren't the best when it comes to ECU settings from the showroom floor. To dissect the differences, sometimes when I was testing, when I'm testing for Honda, we're trying to get a good ECU setting for each map. They have three maps, map one standard, map two is what they call a smooth map, and then map three is the aggressive map. To try and find a smoother map than stock is not that difficult. Trying to find a a more aggressive map than stock is more difficult. Um, Not only is it more difficult for the rider, it's more difficult for the engineer to try to come up with a map that's within reason, uh, what the Japanese called danger. You do not want to be in the danger zone when you sell a production bike because then, of course, all of you listening out there being the consumer um, will have problems with your bike. Blowing up, running hot, um, detonating, whatever it is. Um, So ECU is the brain of your motorcycle and is the most, probably the most important piece to your engine. I've been riding with a Vortex ECU and a GET ECU system for over a year on over on several bikes. I've, I've ran with them on the KTMs and Huskies. I've ran with them on the Hondas. I've ran with them on the Yamahas. So um, I haven't tried one on a Suzuki yet, but basically this podcast is all about um, YZ450F ECU tuning. I have tried the Get and the Vortex, and I'm going to talk to you about both. Um, I will cover a little bit about uh, KTM and 450SXF and Husqvarna FC450. And I'll also talk to you about GET. I haven't tried a Vortex on a CRF450, but I've also tried the GET system on the CRF450R 2018 model. Like I said, it goes back well over a year. And I wanted to do this a lot sooner, but it's really hard to dissect and give you a clear winner of which is better. So... Before we even get into this meat of the podcast, there, this really isn't a shootout, what's better um, or worse. There's differences in each ECU, which we'll be explaining. So let's just break down these two ECUs. And let's talk about the Yamaha YZ450F and their new Yamaha Power Tuner app, right? So the Yamaha Power Tuner app is Basically, new technology to production world. Get has had this technology since 2013, right? They've had uh, the technology to change the the fuel and the timing in an app 
on your phone, and you can adjust that. The, the customer could adjust that. Well, Yamaha introduced the Yamaha Power Tuner app a couple years ago, and now we're reaping the benefits as a customer, as the consumer, the how to adjust um, ECU timing and fuel, fuel timing. You've heard TP 1.0, you've heard TP 2.0. There's all different kinds of maps out there to make your bike run better. And it's super easy to do off of your, off an app on a phone. You can change it on your, um, just change it on your smartphone. There's a grid. You can add fuel. You can take fuel away. You can advance the, t uh, the timing. You can um, retard the timing. There's so many different things you can do. You can even adjust your throttle position on a Yamaha Power Tuner app. Very, very cool stuff. Now, <laughs> I think it's funny because and I'm guilty of it too. Change is, is somewhat hard, right? Uh, we're used to one thing. Uh, it runs fine. Why screw with it? Well, now we have this Yamaha Power Tuner app, and there's so many options. We can play with this, play with that. We get scared of it, or we don't like it. We don't even use it. But once we've learned how to do it, and I have in the past you know, year and a half or so, it's very, very simple to do. That being said, some people are scared of the get system because there was so many options that the, the consumer can do. But now I think with this Yamaha Power Tuner app, um, it kind of opened it, everyone's eyes to what really is the possibilities of adjusting a certain motorcycle. So um, I think Yamaha should be commended for putting that into the production world. It's only going to force the other manufacturers to do that, to give the consumer that option. I know for a fact in 2020, a couple of manufacturers will have that option. And I think Get is a part of that as well. So you will have a programmable tuner, so to speak, maybe for a Honda, even for um, uh, maybe a KTM and Husqvarna where well, you can adjust it yourself and set it to what you like and what power de delivery you like. So I thought that was very cool, but like I said, um, Yamaha was the first to, to kind of start this ball rolling. You know, usually KTM and Husqvarna is leading the forefront in technology, but it's cool that Yamaha is doing that and forcing everybody to step up their game in the ECU world. So... To me, there's nothing else better than slapping on an ignition and, and noticing the differences right away. Uh, I've been preaching Vortex. Jamie over at Twisted Development has the KTM and Husqvarna ECUs dialed in. As far as stock, he has different – he can reflash your stock um, ECU, which makes it a little bit better. You don't get diesel pop. And also, you can go to a Vortex ECU with Jamie's maps and – really drastically change your orange and white bike. So I didn't want to leave Get out of this whole thing. I didn't get a Get KTM or Husqvarna um, ignition. But since Team Factory Yamaha runs Get, it's got to be good enough for me, right? Well, I slapped it on the YZ450F, and I had a Vortex. So I went back-to-back -back several times for... A long time, guys. I had a Vortex in the 2018 bike, YZ450, and a Get, and then now we move on to the 2019. I did the same thing with basically the same results. So I always get questions sent to my email. Kiefer, which one's better? What should I get? 
I want to break down you the differences here, okay? There's baseline maps that come from Vortex, and there's baseline maps that come from Get. Get offers you two pre-programmed maps when you get it in the box. Let's just say you get the Get ECU with the map switch, and you even get the Wi-Fi com, right? There's two types that Get sells. They sell the ECU with the map switch, and then they sell the whole system with the Wi-Fi com. Vortex, they, you get a map switch, and you can get um, you can get the map switch with the ECU or just the ECU. So with the Vortex, you have 10 pre-programmed baseline maps. This has nothing to do with Jamie. This is not, This is just straight from Vortex. Hey, I want to buy Vortex from whoever, um, wherever you get your Vortex sold, which we're going to talk about that. It's kind of difficult to find Vortex because they're made in Australia, but there are distributors out there. Unlike where Get, you can buy straight from uh, Rocky Mountain, ATVMC.com. You can get a Get. You can't get a Vortex through Rocky Mountain. So it's a little bit trickier to get a Vortex, but basically pretty simple. There's all kinds of guys that import them over here that you can get them from. So let's just use Jamie from Twisted Development as an example. They come 10, Vortex comes with 10 pre-programmed maps. If Jamie doesn't touch it, I get it. I wanted to test these ECUs apples to apples because I can't have Jamie map these um, this, these ECUs, these Vortex ECUs, and then compare it to a GET system where I'm just getting it from the factory and it's it's not the same, right? So I tried both of these Vortex and GET ignitions from just how they come in the box. And let me tell you, there is a difference in the engine character by just slapping on an ignition. Well, how how is that, Kiefer? You know, how is that? You know, the, the Yamaha Power Tuner app, you can change, you can mess with it. But there's parameters that Yamaha sets to really not let dumbasses like you and I, right, screw with it enough to blow up your bike. Get and Vortex have better processors built inside of these ignitions with larger parameters. So no matter what, if you're a Get owner or a Vortex owner, you could really screw up your bike if you go too far one way. So with the Yamaha Power Tuner app, you can't do that. You can go all nines, you can go all negative nines, and yeah, it may run like crap, but you're not going to blow up your bike. The processor is a huge thing when it comes to ECUs, guys, and Get and Vortex really pride on themselves of having a better processor inside of those ignitions. Here's a tip that I've, I've learned from talking to these ECU technicians. These race teams that we see in the, in the paddock, you know, some of them do use Get, some of them use Vortex, but let's take, for instance, um, KTM. They use stock ignitions, but opened up. So opened up means they have the, the authority or the power to really go beyond the parameters that you and I get. Ours is more of a closed box, right? KTM used to sell a tool that you can uh, adjust your stock ECU. Well, they've done away with that now. You can't get that anymore. So what the race teams have is they have uh, a stock ECU, but with the parameters to really change drastically the fuel and the ignition timing. We don't have that as customers. Only thing we have as customers 
is we're, we're in a little box, and that's what we get. Those are the little things inside that box that we're allowed to change. Race teams can change all different kinds of things because, obviously, their engines are getting replaced. They don't need to have these durability and these reliability walls that we do as consumer-based production-type people. So getting these boxes, straight line, baseline, slapping them on, what are we getting? Going to the YZ450F, comparing them back-to-back. And again, like I said, I've spent several, several weeks with these, these ECUs. Right away, just with these base maps, let's start with the GET system. You have two maps built in. You, let's say you buy the ECU with just the map switch. You have two maps, right? You're not able to adjust it with your Wi-Fi phone. You just got what you got. You have two maps. Map one, much better than stock. How? Throttle response and connection. It's so crisp. It's so touchy, yet not aggressive where I'm slipping out the rear end um, coming out of corners. Even with the TP 2.0 map from the power tuner or even these other maps that I developed with the power tuner, I'm not getting the throttle response and the connection I get when I go with the get system. Um, not only am I getting RPM response that's better, but also I'm getting um, what I like to call less engine braking feeling on D-cell. So what does that do to a bike? When you have less engine braking, you can come into a corner faster, harder, without pitching, without having the chassis upset um, your corner. With the GET system, slapping that on, as soon as I got on the track, I noticed less engine braking just letting off of the throttle. So built in, they've done what they have. They, and then these guys test, right? These guys go on the dyno. They also do track testing with teams. So GET has this information built into their, their base maps that they sell to the customer, which I think is really cool. Um, just less engine braking. The bike, as a Yamaha, it has a lot of engine braking, which is okay for you front-end steering guys. I'm a front-end steering rider. I like that feeling as well. But sometimes when the suspension breaks in, uh, your fork's a little soft, it does dive too much and gives you a little bit of oversteer coming into corners. So now that is kind of removed. It doesn't upset the chassis when I'm getting on the gas really hard. It doesn't squat too much. Um, it doesn't you know, dive in the front when I'm letting off in the corners. So throttle response and lack of engine braking um, is the first two things that I noticed. Mid-range feeling. I don't feel like I'm getting a whole lot more mid-range out of the Yamaha with the GET system, but what I am getting... And that's not a bad thing. Let me let me take a step back here. That is not a bad thing because remember how good this YZ450F motor already is, guys. It's insane. It's already one of the best motors, fastest motors of 2019 for the 450 class. So it's not like I'm looking to get gobs of more horsepower. I'm just looking to fine-tune it and maybe get some more connection, which I got, but not necessarily just a fire-breathing, out-of-control machine that I can't handle for riding a 20- to 30-minute moto. This get ignition also lets my bike rev out farther. The beauty of this, this ignition and slapping it on, in either map one or two, and map two is a little bit um, less of top end, and I'm getting a little bit more down low, but either one of these maps 
really does a lot of good to this bike. Um, it just complements its engine. The character stays the same. I just get a little bit more, um, like I said, RPM response and bottom end, but also it cuts off 300 RPM later on the overrev. You would think, man, 300 RPM, it's, it's, man, it's not that much, right? But on the track, it feels like a thousand. I come out of a corner and now I'm able to use second gear. We always talk about how the Yamaha YZ450F is so usable in third gear, right? Well, when you got a novice uh, or you got a vet guy that can't corner, doesn't have very good corner technique, doesn't have good corner speed or roll speed, he's going to have to downshift to second. Not everyone has perfect form. Not everyone uses uh, the corner to its fullest. Some guys are pivot and go. Some guys roll the corner better. Some guys arc their corners better. So we always say this in, in production testing. Um, not everyone is the perfect cornering machine. Um, so what this get allows you to do is use second gear and then instead of immediately having the shift when you come out of a corner into third, now you can let second gear eat a little bit farther down the straightaway and possibly on some occasions like Milestone where I've been riding too sometimes, I could leave this bike in second gear because it revs out farther. And you'll notice that right away as well. So you're getting a little bit farther cutoff for overrev, which you can't get with the stock power tuner. You can't um, tune that at all on your stock ignition. So you're getting added overrev, a little bit more connection, a little bit more bottom end, and like I said, top end and overrev. So to me, this is a very quality, nice add to your YZ450F. It's 749 bucks. Um, yeah, it's not cheap. But when I talk about mufflers and ECUs, people say, hey, what would you rather have? And to me, I'd rather have an aftermarket ECU. Um, just for the simple fact that, it, to me, I notice more quicker with an ECU versus a muffler. Mufflers are difficult. Yeah, it spreads the power around a little bit different. But man, it doesn't change the power as much as an ECU. So um, GET does a good job with the YZ450F ignition, just the base maps. So that's not even touching... That's not even touching um, what you can do with the the get you know app that you have on your smartphone. You can change the fuel and you can change the ignition timing to even further advance, and you can even change your overrev too. So um, there's lots of things you can work with with the get ECU. Moving on to the vortex base base maps here. Um, when I get on a, vortex makes a quality product, guys. I haven't tried to get for the KTM and Husky, so I really can't you know, speak for that. But if there is an ignition that I would go to with a Husqvarna and a KTM, it would be a Vortex. Simple fact is it does wonders for the bike. No difference for the YZ450F. So if you guys really want me to compare the two on the YZ450F and which is better, like I said, it's tough to do. The Vortex does come on better RPM response and has more bottom-end pull than the Get. I would say mid-range for me on the base map on the Vortex is, and this is a map one, okay? They have 10 program maps on the Vortex, which you can read in your manual that they give you when you buy them. But I just go with the best power map, which is number one map. Um, 
and that seems to have very good throttle connection, low-end RPM response, mid-range pull. Like I said, maybe slightly better than a Get. Um, and also, for me, I feel like the Get is a little bit better up on top than the Vortex itself. Um, I also know that the overrev on the Vortex is uh, 250 um, RPMs higher to 300. I'm, I'm not quite sure, but it does feel like it doesn't have quite as much overrev as the Get system does with the Vortex. Um, I do notice a lot more bottom end coming out of a corner, and where I notice this at with the Vortex is when the track is really dissed up deep or early morning when I'm riding, um, when I switch them back, to, back and forth really quick, I can feel the Vortex just get out of the corner in a quicker manner and pull down the straightaway a little bit better than um, the Get. It's just an all how you and the and like I said, this is the base maps, guys. You can screw with you can have Jamie get on the dyno at his shop and map this ECU for what you want. And then you can have ten program maps. Let's say um the beauty of it is like, hey, I want to run race gas on the weekend, uh, and I want to run pump gas during the week when I practice because I can't afford race gas. Well, Jamie can map this vortex ecu for you for a race fuel and you know if you guys want to practice on the week on the weekday you can get your pump map you know pump map and then put that back with a simple little dial it's not that bad it's pretty simple right but just going to the base map like i said people always ask me hey is it better just with the base map absolutely both of these ignitions are better than stock ecu on the yz450f it's just simply because the parameters are so tight from the manufacturer and these other ignitions, Vortex and the Get, have a wider parameter and a better processor built inside of these boxes, okay? Hey, what's up? Technology. That's what I'm talking about here. It's a great thing. I love it. But I also can pull my hair out with it as well. However... There is a company that you probably have seen on the Rockstar Husqvarna race team, Dean Wilson, Jason Anderson, called Skosh. It's spelled S-C-O-S-C-H-E. You can go to skosh.com and check out all the products. They have really, really cool stuff. They have headphones. They have boom bottles. They have phone chargers for your droid, your iPhone. They have magic mounts. They have wireless chargers. They have... Huge cables that will reach all the way across your house if you need a charger and you don't have an outlet close like my house. I don't have that many outlets. They just have a bunch of cool products to make your life easier when you're out in the garage, when you're in your car, when you're at your house. Just, I'm really, really pumped to have these guys on board because they sent me some stuff. I use it all the time. My favorite thing is the Boom Buoy. It's a speaker that floats on the water. I can hang out in the pool in the backyard, listen to my music. I'm a big music guy. So they just make really cool stuff that makes my life easier. So founded in 1980, Skosh Industries is a Ventura-based, Southern California, of course, award-winning innovator of consumer technology, power sports, and car audio products. Don't forget, car audio. You're traveling, you're sitting in traffic. You guys need to check them out, skosh.com. 
committed to delivering the superior products that we all want, quality and functionality, exceptional value, and unmatched customer service. The designers and engineers at Skosh develop products that reflect a rich heritage in audio and mobile technology. Skosh finds inspiration in the California lifestyle, culture, music, and people. These influences can be seen in accessories and products that are now in the hands of homes, offices, vehicles, and people all over the world. 50 countries, okay? Hundreds of patents, trademarks, and countless industry awards received. It's easy to see why Skosh is constantly at the forefront of technology. These guys are cool. They're huge motorcycle enthusiasts. They even gave us a product code, SCOKT25. That's SCOKT25. Use that code when you go to skosh.com. Get 25% off. Seriously, guys, go check them out. You won't ever get it. If you want to hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com. I'll let you know more. But very cool guys over there. Thanks, skosh. Skosh.com. Have you guys checked out bloodlubricants.com? If you haven't, B-L-U-D lubricants.com. Go check them out. Three new series of oils, Blood Power Sport Series, the Blood Racing Pro Series, and the Blood Racing Pro Elite Series. I have Michael Allen here with me. We've been doing two different types of oils in our test bike. Mike has been doing the Blood Power Sport Series. Everything going good there? Everything's going good. I use it in all our test bikes, the ones that I prep and maintain. And uh, it runs a little cooler than production oils. And uh, I know you've done some testing with that. Yeah, so basically before Jeff and the guys came on board, I had to check the legitimacy of this stuff because um, I didn't want no crap involved in keyframe testing. Um, honestly, tried it. Was very surprised about the oil did some temperature readings it was a little over 30 degrees cooler in my yz450f compared to some other oils i've been running so the stuff is good they sponsor over 250 racers from enduro enduro cross hair scrambles utvs supercross now they got some supercross guys so go check them out bloodlubricants.com use the discount code kefer and get some percentage off your oils they'll ship them to you probably get a hat or two you know, Jeff's a good dude. Go check him out, bloodlubricants.com. Thanks to the guys over at 6D Helmets. That's right. They are on board with the keferinktesting.com, Kiefer Tested Podcast. We thank them for joining us. You have a street bike, a dirt bike, or do you pedal? You have a mountain bike. Head over to 6dhelmets.com. Check out the full line of helmets they offer. I'm sure they have a helmet for you. Hey, I get questions all the time. Kiefer, what helmet would you choose if you could pick one to buy? If you're going to spend your own money, Kiefer, where are you going? While there are a lot of helmets that are safe out there, okay, I do feel the safest in a 6D helmet. I've had many crashes in my ATR1. I've had a couple in my ATR2, and it has done its job. It's advanced ODS technology. It's race-proven I'm telling you guys, and it's light. The new ATR2, it comes in at 1,480 grams. It's fully rebuildable. Very cool colorways. I trust the guys over at 6D Helmets. Maybe you guys should too. Hit me up over at chris at keferinktesting.com. Maybe get a special discount code if you want to get a 6D. So please, guys, go check them out. 6D Helmets, hit me up. Tell me how you like yours. And if you don't have one, maybe go get one. Thanks, 6D. Screen. Printing.com. I hate it when they put sirens in commercials. They've done studies, you know, 60% of the time, it works every time. 
wish I had that shirt. Would cover my boy boobs nicely. Screenprintingdone.com. We make kick-ass t-shirts. It's made with bits of real panther. We get it done. So you know it's good. Screenprintingdone.com. Screenprintingdone.com. Now let's move on to what they can do when you adjust them. So I did play with the get. The get, it's as simple as it is, okay? I'm more of a, here, give me these maps. I want to try them, a simple dial. To me, the vortex is easier, right? It's, it's really simple. You have a dial that goes from 1 to 10. You can preset 10 maps in there. I just simply click, 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 and I'm done. Now, the difference is that you can't really do anything virtually on your, on your smartphone with the Vortex. They don't have that kind of software. It's everything is built around the box, or you have to have a tuner, Jamie, Chad, whoever. Um, you guys both hear me talk about those guys, Jamie at Twisted and, of course, Chad at XPR. You have to have those guys have the software to tune the air-fuel ratio mixture and to in advance retard the timing or whatever. Those guys have that um, software there. Now, what we do as a, as a customer, we have fuel trim, right? So you have low, mid, high on the vortex. We can lean it out, low, low range, you know, low end, or you can richen it mid range. So you do have three knobs where you can adjust and lean or richen your bike. Does it make a difference? Yes, it does make a little bit of difference, but you really don't know until you try if, if it actually does work. The difference with the get system, you have your your um just like it's it's similar to I guess I would say similar to the Yamaha Power Tuner app where you can actually see on your phone from the get app is hey, I need to minus one on my fuel. Boom, you have that there. You can do it all on all on your phone. So it's more virtually, I say virtually, like it's a some kind of game, but it's just there on your phone versus having to go underneath your seat and do a dial. It's just a little bit simpler with the get, but you guys just can't be scared to learn um, how to do it on your phone and um, and get it to work on the track. What I do like, though, Let's play devil's advocate here for a second. On the get system, I'm a trail rider, right? And I'm going up an elevation, you know, or, or let's say I'm a moto guy, but I'm going trail riding and I have my phone. I can, as I'm going up an elevation, I can change my, my map or change my air fuel or my ignition as I go up an elevation. So that's kind of cool. I don't have to take my bike apart like the Vortex, okay? I can just go on my phone and say, blah, blah, blah. You know, minus one, you know, plus one, whatever you want to do. And then you can adjust it right there. And you can have a better running dirt bike as you're going up an elevation or down or whatever it is the case may be. I just think it's a little bit easier to use um, in that way, especially for trail guys. Kiefer, what about updates? So I hear that as well. Vortex, you get your base, you know, get your base map sent to you. And it's up to the tuner to actually update your box, so to speak, right, with the Vortex. Unlike where the get system, you have your base maps, you get it. 
get can and they do update the maps, right? Sometimes they find something better through racing or through testing and they update the map. Case in point, 2019 YZ450F, they, they updated it. So what you would do is you would go on Get's website, um, look and see what version you have on your bike and see if there is a uh, different version. So let's say you have a .46 version, you know, app .46, and all of a sudden you see that Get has now an app .48 version. Well, you would know that you need to update your box to get a little bit better of a base map. You can send that in. And to basically where you want to send it is anybody that has Get software. There is a guy in Texas named Derek Harris, HP Bikes. Get's working on to get a distribution from, from that guy in Texas. And also, of course, you heard it from the Pulp Show, Dan Truman. He is the Get Athena guy. So if you guys need anything updated, you could always send your box back to Dan. You can email him at dtrumanathenausa.com, and he can update your box as well. But I do like the fact that Get offers updates. They just don't give you the base maps and goes, hey, you're on your own, especially for the guys that don't get the Wi-Fi com added to their ECU. If you don't go for the $900 full ECU with Wi-Fi from Get, you can always just, you know, hey, I needed an update. You go back to... Uh, to Dan there. He'll update it for you and send you the box back. Get will be getting a system where you can... I've heard this. I heard you Get will be getting a system where you can update it yourself through your app on your phone, hopefully by the end of this year. So that way you don't have to send your ECU in to get an update. You can just update it yourself just like you do your apps on your phone. Hey, I got a new update for my ECU on my Yamaha YZ450F. Boom. Update. Boop. It loads in, you're done deal. It's pretty cool. Like I said, Get uses pretty much the same kind of system, has a little Wi-Fi box, same as the Yamaha Power Tuner app. Um, and all of that is within your Get app on your phone, which you can download from the App Store. So very cool. Both systems, I'm telling you guys, I can't sit here and tell you guys one is better than the other. There's areas that one is better than the other. Like you heard, Vortex does have a little bit better of a bottom-end delivery. The Get has a little bit better of a top-end slash over-rev delivery on the YZ450F. However, both are better than your standard YZ450F ECU power tuner, okay? You guys heard me talk about it before. I like having a touchy throttle with connection, and these both have better connection to the rear wheel than your standard power tuner um, ECU. I've had Travis Preston from Yamaha ride my bike with the Get and the Vortex, and he's also mentioned to him it feels like he has a better front-end tire contact patch um, entering corners, and he feels like the front end just sticks better with these ECUs because he has better connection. I really didn't feel as much of that as Travis did. He feels more front-end traction, and I felt more rear-wheel traction, but both unanimously said that this ECU does deliver better throttle response and over-rev from these both of these ECUs. So you are getting that. If you guys aren't worried about adding more horsepower, or and who's to say who wants more horsepower with this 450, right? It's a fast bike. This blue bike is really good stock. And I preach that all the time. I go, hey, don't mess with your shit. Just ride it. 
But this podcast was more for the guys asking, hey, can I get more? Does it improve my chassis handling? And yes, it does. An ECU can improve chassis on the track. Like I said, less pitching. Um, Travis noticed more front and and tire contact patch. I noticed more rear-wheel traction. So minute things on the track add up to a lot lower lap times that get you comfortable. And the fact that having that extra over-rev, geez, man, it, it really does make a difference in your shifting points on the track and and creates a wider box for you guys out there to be lazy. <laughs> and you guys laugh like, oh, being lazy? Yeah, that's why I hate two-strokes because you got to fucking be aggressive. I- I'm past that point. I want to go fast with less work. I love four-strokes. Okay, me and Intignap want to start a, a two-stroke podcast about why two-strokes aren't what we used to think they were. Like, yeah, it's fun, but if I want to really haul ass, I want to get on a four-stroke. It's fun to ride a four-stroke, and it's easy to ride a four-stroke. So I'm about that life, and these ECUs help that. So again, you can go to Vortex. You can check them out. They're, on, they're online. You can't really buy them online, okay? You're going to have to go to... A dealer, like I said, Jamie at Twisted Development. You can go to td-racing.com. He can get you Vortex Ignitions. If you're looking to get a Get Ignition, Big Dan Truman, he is the guy. Chad Reed's guy, right? Pulp guy, right? dtrumanathenausa.com, all right? You can go to both. Both of them have websites. You can go check them out. If you guys do have questions about these ECUs, you hit me up, Chris, at keyforinktesting.com. Again, if you're, I'm not a great mechanic, okay? Um, it's easy to plug and play with these things. Yeah, if you want to get the Wi-Fi com on the get, it does have a lot more wires. It is more involved. There is a lot to do. And not to mention, get has a launch, a launch control that you can buy separately, and that's basically what you guys see on the factory bikes, on the front fenders of these guys. Factory Yamaha, they'll have that piece on the front fender. That's a launch control button where it helps you do start. So they offer that as well. Um, So there's so many things that are involved in electronics these days that actually help the bike even more. And just remember, guys, production, they keep things within limits for the durability of the bike. And I also get asked these questions. Hey, does the Vortex or the Get hurt reliability? I've had these on the bikes. I'm not saying I've had these bikes on for 100 hours, but I've had a Vortex and a Get on for over 40 hours before and haven't had an issue with either one of these boxes. So going to these boxes doesn't really, to me, hurt reliability. I'm sure in the long run, having an over-rev that's 250 to 300 RPM above what production comes can knock down the reliability life. So you got to understand that when you come when it comes to performance based products, your your reliability is going to go down a little bit. It's not to say your bike's going to grenade in ten hours, okay? So don't freak out. That's why they only cut the over rev off to two fifty to three hundred. It's a little bit. It feels like a lot on the track, but yeah, these race bikes that we see here on Saturday night, those have plus one thousand to even plus fifteen hundred RPM. Um, more than what we are getting on these two um, boxes. So that's when you really start cutting down on durability and reliability life of these motorcycles. But if you're looking for a little bit more horsepower, a little bit more throttle control, 
a little bit more bottom end, and even some overrev, go check out a Get ECU or a Vortex ECU. Both are good. Um, like I said, some are better than others. On I shouldn't say some. Vortex, to me, has KTM and Husqvarna stuff down. It's really good. I would probably purchase a Get for a Yamaha. Um, simply because factory Yamaha runs it, they get updates a lot. They probably work with those guys closely. So um, I like both of these boxes, guys. I really enjoy an ignition on my bikes. Sometimes people say, hey, Kiefer, what do you do to your bikes? I don't do anything to my bikes besides um, a muffler and ignition sometimes. I just leave it and run some fuel. I'll go back and forth between pump fuel and race fuel. But a little race fuel, ignition, and a muffler, you got a whole new engine character for your bike man it's impressive like it's a race racy feel going back to my racing days when i had a race bike it makes me feel like i have a racy bike um, when i have these ignitions just the way they spool up a little bit less engine braking i guess i didn't cover that with the vortex did i the engine braking on the vortex is a little bit less than stock but not quite as much as the get to me the get has um a little bit less engine braking, if you would want to put it that way, and um, the Vortex is in between the stock and the get. So you will improve some engine braking feel. And like I said, with an ECU, you can always, that's all tunable. There's so much stuff you could do to these things. Um, either A, do it on your app with the get, or B, have Jamie get you a couple maps to try on your Vortex because you have 10 different program maps that you can put in there. So lots of different things you can do with either one of these ECUs. So I apologize, this wasn't a shootout, and I'm not going to tell you guys, oh, the Vortex is better, oh, the Get's better. Both of them have very good aspects to them, just depending what kind of guy slash techie slash rider you are, okay? So hit me up, chris at keyfringtesting.com if you have any further questions about these ECUs, or anything else for that matter. So I will try to get back to you within a reasonable amount of time. This is kind of a short episode, but we'll be back a couple days, 250 shootout. We're going to have some women involved. We're going to have some older dudes. We're going to have some young bucks. Who's going to take the 250 title this year? A lot of media outlets are picking the Yamaha, but that doesn't mean it's going to win. I already have a couple guys liking the Suzuki, so you never know what could lead. Shootouts are always unpredictable. So thanks for joining me. We'll see you in a couple days. See ya!